celebrate a life that has touched all of our lives. We had a special time at the graveside. We've done that. And now we're going to go through a memorial service of our precious brother, Henry Waldner. And he's touched, as I've said, every one of our lives, and that's why we're, we're here. And uh, family has requested, of course, the after service or after the refreshments and so forth, that the family would just like to have it to themselves here. And so they want to thank you for your support for being here this morning. Let's bow our heads in a word of prayer. Our dear, precious, heavenly Father, Lord, we're here to honor our precious brother, Henry Walter. Lord, you look around the room, the various ones, different characteristics, different natures, and yet he's touched every one of our lives. And for that, we give you thanks, Lord, that we can gather here and give tribute to a son of the living God. Pray, Father God, that what will be said, songs that will be sung, pictures that will be seen, words that will be spoken, may it be all to your glory and to your honor. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Michael, you're going to lead us in some songs. Families ask that we sing, How Great Thou Art. So why don't you stand and sing that with me? Brother Henry, I'm sure would be, he can sing with us from glory. This was his life testimony. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee. Amen. Let's sing that together now. Oh, Lord, my God, when I in awesome wonder Stars, I see the rolling thunder, thy power throughout all the universe displayed. Oh, then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. Oh, how 
family. Thank you all for coming this afternoon. Uh, it means a lot. He loved all of you. He hasn't seen a lot of you for a long time, I'm sure. Lots of people came a long way to be here this afternoon, and uh, just it means a lot to the family, and we thank you for it. So in, loving, in loving memory of Henry Waldner, September 30th, 1956 to April 13th, 2022. Henry Waldner was promoted to glory on the evening of April 13, 2022, just as the Wednesday evening service was ending. His family had just said their goodbyes a few minutes earlier and had departed, leaving him in his wife's loving care. He fought cancer for nearly a year with, his, with great faith and courage, trusting that the Lord would heal him in his time. Henry was born at the Rosedale Colony, Eli, Manitoba, on September 30th, 1956, to the late Mike and Sarah Waldner. He received his education on the colony, and at 12 years old, started work as a chore boy at various barns on the colony. He especially loved working with his brother Joe in the cow barn and riding horses in his free time. It was also during this time that he discovered a love of fishing that followed him for the rest of his life. Hunting and trapping in the winter months also provided a break from the monotony and some much appreciated pocket money. When he was around 16 years old, he worked in the fields from the spring into the fall of the year from morning until sometimes after midnight. Henry was 19 years old when he left Rosedale Colony early January 1976. His first job was at a chicken farm until his brother John rescued him and persuaded him to go work 
in the nickel mines near Thompson, northern Manitoba. Sometime later, he got a job driving huge trucks in the old fields of Fort McMurray. In the summer of 1977, Henry came out to BC with his brother Mike, to visit his brother Mike. Mike had been witnessing about the Lord to Henry, about the revealed word of the hour. It was at this time that Henry first met the brothers and sisters of Cloverdale Bible Way. Henry returned to Alberta for a little while, working in Edmonton, and it was there that he gave his heart to the Lord. He visited BC again in order to get baptized and moved here a short term later, and where he has lived ever since. Here he has made many wonderful friends that he loved and appreciated with all of his heart. <clears throat> he worked at Windsor Machine with some of the brothers until the company moved stateside. After that, he drove travel gravel truck for various companies. Eventually, he worked at American Can, witnessing about the Lord to anyone that asked. From his life testimony there, and th a thirsty soul was brought to the feet of the loving Savior. Our late brother Bob Zachary's life was changed forever. In 1986, Henry married my mom, Elizabeth Hofer, and together they had two sons, Matthew and Joel. He loved his family and enjoyed spending much time with them, biking, hiking, fishing, and various activities. After working in the taping and drywall industry for a time, Henry started his own drywall company, which he continued until he fell ill. Henry earned the love, trust, and respect of all the people he came in contact with in the, in, in the industry. Working in clients' houses presented a wonderful opportunity to witness for the Lord, and he was able to speak straight to the heart of many souls. Above all, Henry had a deep love and desire for the Word of God and could never get enough of it. He wanted to please the Lord in all things. He had a tremendous love and respect for the ministry and all the family of God. Henry is survived by his beloved wife, Elizabeth, and their two sons, my brother Matthew, myself, Joel, my spouse, Rebecca, and two beloved grandchildren, Lincoln and Gianna. Henry is also survived by five brothers and six sisters and their families. He was preceded in death by his brothers, Paul and Arnold, and by his parents. Dad left us too soon, but forever holds a place in our hearts. We will miss him dearly, but rest assured, we shall see him again. Brother Henry was a witnessing machine. I loved him about that. He was just, it didn't really matter who he was talking to or what. He wasn't ashamed to spread the gospel that he loved. We'll see some photos in a little bit of the, of the Brother Henry before I knew Brother Henry. My, it's amazing what God did for him. We're going to have the uh, Sister Linda, Sister Marilyn, and my mom are going to sing, sing a song here. So we're going to have that at this time. And then uh, immediately after that, brothers, we'll have the little bit of a slideshow ready. Amen.
As I look back on the road that I've traveled, I see so many times that he's carried me through. And if there's one thing that I've learned in my life, my Redeemer. Deep. 
slideshow. I want to sing that together. My Redeemer is faithful and true. It's not just something Brother Henry sang, but he lived it with all his faith anchor in his life there. Sing that together. My Redeemer is faithful and true. Oh, seeing the pictures of, of over time and you just get to see maybe a glimpse into some of the life of someone that you don't really know too well as in the back history and I just look and I marveled at what God did through Brother Henry's life so if you're ready for that brothers you can go ahead and just dim the lights down if you could too and, and uh, bring the sound up
Amazing, how do you put a, a life in just a few slides? It's amazing. And can't do it justice, really. Well, they say behind every successful and wonderful man is a wonderful woman. And Sister Elizabeth, you've been a soldier, you've been a wonderful wife, and we can say from the depths of our heart, we love you and your family, and God's been with you. The scripture said that a crown of a man is his wife, and Sister Elizabeth, I'm sure you'll have some more many, so much more many memories to go over in the next little while, but we will be remembering you, of course, in prayer. Along with Sister Elizabeth, her son Matthew, Joel, Rebecca, grandsons Lincoln and Gianna, we'd like to welcome you this morning to share in these few moments of time to remember a man that's not only a have a tough time here, a brother, he was my friend. So you saw us all in younger years standing there, and many of you probably didn't even know that fine-looking young man beside him. But I remember when we were when Brother Henry and Elizabeth were getting married. Henry stayed over at our place, and and he's fumbling around in the in the in the washroom there, and and I said, Henry, come on, there's a wedding to go to. It's your wedding. And he said, Well, I don't know how to do my tie. <laughs> I said, well, it's an honor for me to do your tie. So one special memory, uh, recognition for the family that has come all the way from Manitoba to be here. Sister, brother-in-law all the way from Louisiana and all you that have come this morning, you've all held a special place in Brother Henry's heart. Brother Henry went home to be with the Lord on April 13th. Just after it was mentioned, I had the service, 9.30. Just a couple of weeks ago, and we were able to be in the room with the family. Henry holds a lot of memories. Right, David? Everybody here, I'm sure, has a special memory of what this man and son of God was to them. Jesus said in the scriptures that we said at the burial site, I am the resurrection and the life, and he that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. This is not a fairy tale. This is truth. And we believe that that resurrection life was in our precious brother Henry. And I say this morning to you that are born again believers of the Son or a daughter of the living God, you'll have the great time of a great reunion that's not too far away. Brother Bram said this, you think of those days that you wish you could live again. That's right, our younger days. And as we get old, they become pictures. But I'm so glad it was pure and holy, brotherly fellowship in the love of Christ, knowing we're going to a land where we'll never grow old, and it's a great land yonder where we'll never, never, ever grow old. So a lot of us are sad because we're sad of the loss of a, a friend, a daddy, a husband, grandfather. 
But wherever he is right now, in that great land beyond the river, they call the Swede forever, there is a great rejoicing going on. And he's just pretty much wondering why you as believers got a little bit of a sad look on your face. The prophet said something that was very special. I've held it in my heart for many years over different uh, memorial services. And he said, no matter what we would say regarding whomever, and I put in there Henry Waldner, where the Bram said, as I knew him, it wouldn't change our opinion. His life and his testimony speaks among you louder than anything that I can say to you this morning or this afternoon. And I got, just got a bold there. I totally agree. Paul writes to the Thessalonians in the first chapter in the third verse, For we never fail to remember your works of faith and labors of love and your persistent, unwavering hope in our Lord Jesus Christ, in the presence of our God and our Father. We will never fail to bring to remembrance, whether we be in conversation or in times, if God should give us times ahead, to remember the faith and hope that was held in this man's life. Jesus, when he saw Nathaniel coming to him, he said, Behold, an Israelite indeed in whom there is no guile. Brother Henry had no guile. He told it like it is, whether you liked it or not. And some of us didn't like it. But he was as honest as the day is long. And that's what we loved about Brother Henry. No guile, no craftiness, no deviousness, no slyness. Henry was absolutely true blue. He was loyal in his love to his wife, to his boys, and blessed with grandchildren and brothers and sisters. What a, what, a, what a memory of a great brother in Christ. We can all look back in our memories and we all can say, I remember Brother Henry for this and I remember him for this, but please remember him for his faith and his hope in Christ. So you saw Henry with salmon, Brother Sam. There was always a warfare within this family. Can I be honest? Brother Henry would come to me and say, I make the best pate ever. Right, Brother Tom? Well, I just had Brother Sam's pate. And Brother Sam says, I make the best pate. Is that right, Brother Tom? These are my two friends. I don't lie. So I had to eat the other one real quick. I said, right now, yours is the best. It took a lot to do that. And I always would, he said, there would be a note. I said, I would do, Brother Henry would do. There's a, there's a canister within the fridge in the kitchen for Brother Bisco and myself. And we've enjoyed every one of my kids whenever they found that we'd had it. 
it evaporated, so I'd hide it. A lot of work, a lot of love went into it. A lot of love. As I was saying on the graveside, I always, now will look, before I used to say, here goes a white van, I'm on a call, or I'm dealing with a situation, and Henry is coming by the church to tell me how, what he listened to today and what revelation he caught, and it was never really at the most opportune time. But we made it opportune because he was thrilled for what he heard a prophet brought in this generation. And I was happy to hear whatever God spoke to him. I don't know how many earbuds he wore out, Elizabeth, but he did. He was a faithful, faithful listener. Brother Henry Waldner believed in the new birth. He believed in Jesus Christ as a savior. He believed God sent a prophet to this generation, and he was not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Brother Branham said the new birth is a revelation of Jesus Christ to you personally. He was never taught this. He experienced this. And because of that experience, it made him the man that we are remembering today. You saw him with his hair. He loved his hair. I knew Brother Henry before salvation and caught him reading a car magazine one day with his long hair that he loved. Well, a few of us lived in that era ourselves. But I said, Henry, don't worry. One day when it all comes off, it'll be worth it all. But as time went on, there was a little lot less than what I had. And he loved every strand that he had. But that new birth to Henry meant everything. His baptism meant everything. His love for Jesus Christ meant everything. And in Christ, he enjoyed everything. He came to me one day and he said, Brother Tom, I'm going to buy myself a nice car. Well, you saw some cars up there. Henry enjoyed his cars. I learned a little something about Henry the other day. Henry worried whether or not he got a ding or a scratch on his car. And every night he examined his car. And every time he saw a scratch, he said, sick. <laughs> and we know who put the first dent in his first brand new car, but I won't look at him right now, because they did it to mine. Anyways, <laughs> I digress. The bond that we have, was beyond the bond of just a friend. Our bond was thread through Calvary itself. It wasn't a code of rules. It was a life well lived. Brother Henry lived his life in Christ, Brother Mike. Every one of you brothers he spoke of, every one of the sisters. He not only had a love for the family of God, but he loved his family that God had given him. Brother Henry lived his revelation in that temple. And when he graduated that April 13th at 9.30, he got the body that he always deserved. 
Fought cancer for a year? He surely did. Believed for a healing? Absolutely. And God gave him a total translation. And for that, we give God all the glory and the honor. Brother Henry would always say after he's listened to something, he said, Brother Tom, don't put no interpretation. Just say what the prophets say. I learned to do that, of course. And I would say, amen, Brother Henry, you're preaching to the choir. This message that maybe is so different to some people here, it wasn't a casual message. It was a living message. And Brother Henry burned up in it and for it. He would tell people wherever he worked about this Lord Jesus Christ and what God's done in this generation. And I will not, and as I said earlier, fail to honor a man of God that would stand for the word of God because he was indeed true blue. Brother Brown made a statement in Visible Union of the Bride of Jesus Christ. He said, if you're married to Christ, and Christ is the Word, where the Scripture says, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God, and was made flesh and dwelt among us. Christ is the living Word, and He always was the Word, and He's still the Word, and He always will be the Word. He was only the manifestation now of the attribute of God, for he was the, indeed the Son of God. And any son is the attribute of his Father. How many of us can look in this room and look at these front rows and say, I know they're a Waldner? Because it comes from a gene pool. And with that, with that beard on Brother Henry's face, I actually thought it was you, Sam. But as that gene comes in the natural, there is a gene that comes in the spiritual. And you can't help but be what that gene is. Brother Christ, friend, God bless you. He was a wonderful man, wasn't he? He lived what he said, didn't he? And you're here because of him, aren't you? Yes. So any son who is an attribute of his father, just as you were in the gene of your father, in the body of your father, when he was a young boy, you were in him. True, Joe? What a wonderful family. I had a blessed evening the other night and just to meet each and every one that I heard about so many years. And Brother Bram goes on to say, and so are you the sons of God and daughters of God before there was even a moon, star, or molecule. You were sons and daughters of God for you are only then the physical manifestation of the attribute that was in God at the beginning. So how could you as a son and daughter of God live anything other than the gene that was in you, which is the gene of God? So it's not hard for me to say, Brother Henry was a Christian. He was a gene of God. That gene was living out through him. 
How many times we've gone to memorials and people live like the devil and they put them up in heaven? I don't know how that, that goes, but you've all been there, I'm sure. But I can stand proudly and declare before you that was a man and a son of God that believed the word of Christ. Therefore, as sure as your gene had to be in your father before your natural birth, your spiritual gene had to be in God before you were an expression of the attribute of his thoughts. And for some, those are deep thoughts. For others, we've dwelt in those thoughts. Those thoughts were before the foundation of the world. God had his hand in Henry's life. And he could sing triumphantly this afternoon if he was standing here. He leadeth me, O blessed thought. To think that he led you to you, Sister Elizabeth, and then God giving you your voice. We say loyal. Somebody here want to say he wasn't loyal? He's loyal. That's what Henry was. That loyal actually comes from the attribute of God, which means loyal love. And, and it gets lost so much in this age because everybody wants to think of themselves. But they, there's no loyalty. But I'll tell you one minute at it. And one thing I admired was his loyalty to Christ. It's not a human attitude, but also it's an action that emerges from an attitude. Loyalty. Loyalty in the Bible means those that have been and are faithful and committed to the idea of loving in a positive action loyal brother Bram said at one place if we become a Christian we must put all our loyalty respect and honor on Christ Jesus I hope these aren't words for you I want you to know that these words were thought out prayed about to honor a man called Henry Waldner This is a true saying of Brother Henry Waldner. So I looked up truth. What is, what is true if you're true? It's an undisputable fact. It means genuine and free from falsehood. Loyal is unwavering in one's opinion or support of a cause. One who is completely loyal is a person that has a cause. Loyalty isn't gray. Loyalty isn't black. It's black and white. You're either loyal completely or not loyal at all. I'm not saying this for any other reason but to say that was your brother. That was your husband. One man said, all people need to understand this. You can't 
Be loyal only when it serves your own self. There's something wrong with a character if opportunity controls your loyalty. These are all thoughts within itself, and as a preacher, you could take each one of them, but it's nevertheless the truth. I remember Sister Elizabeth, who was talking about work, and you talked about trucks. And Brother Henry did go through a few jobs at one time, and I think, Matthew, you're a little bit too young to, to know what was going on here. And I think he had 10 jobs, if not more. And, he was, and we said, Brother Tom, can I meet you for lunch? I said, absolutely. So we met for lunch, and we had a bowl of soup. He says, I don't understand it. I said, what? I am the best truck driver on the planet. Like I said, he'd say what was on his heart. <laughs> and he says, I can grade better than anybody. And every job site I go to, I'm there for two weeks, and all of a sudden, I get a pink slip. He says, what's with that? He says, it's gone on for about 10 jobs. I said, well, Brother Henry, I said, you've been loyal. I said, are you hungry? Is your family hungry? No. I said, do you have a roof over your head? Mm-hmm. I said, you got clothes to wear? Yes, I do. So then Jesus has provided for you. Yes, he has. So I said, well, Brother Henry, let's look at the big picture. Maybe each one of those jobs are driving you to a certain job. He says, I believe that. And Madeline, that's where your husband worked. And he watched Henry for year after year after year. You saw him fish there. He's a good fisherman for souls. He called me up and he says, Brother Tom, I've got a fish on the line. Can you come over? Okay, what kind of fish? A human. So they lived on, not, what is it, Pacific Highway and 40th, that little house there, Elizabeth. And Bob was supposed to be there at 7 o'clock and he didn't show. And Brother Henry, he just said, I don't understand it. He told me he would come. I said, don't worry. He's just going through a great fight. Not with you, Madeline, of course, but with his inner self. Eight o'clock came and went. Nine o'clock, here come the headlights in the driveway. We waited, and Bob came. We prayed for him in the living room. Brother Henry was loyal. We prayed until... And that was a changed man. And that is a trophy of Brother Henry Waldner when we get to glory. Loyalty is about people who stay true to you behind your back. Trust is earned. Respect is given. Loyalty is demonstrated. Have you heard me? Trust is earned, respect is given, loyalty is demonstrated, betrayal of every, any one of these is to lose all three of these. So 
So I thought I would look on Brother, Brother Ed at, over the years as given us great guidance and wisdom. Grab the man's Bible. See what he's got written in his Bible. What, made, what was special in Brother Henry's Bible? So I've got a few things written here, Sister Elizabeth, if you don't mind me reading that. On the flyleaf of Brother Henry Waldner's Bible, every brother here should have your buttons popping. And sisters. Oh, you don't have buttons there, so it's okay. Lord, I believe and receive the message you sent like Abraham. It was imputed unto him for righteousness and me. That's a pretty wonderful revelation. Lord Jesus, never let me talk about anybody but to pray for him. Isn't that marvelous, Dorothy? Isn't that just glorious? He lived it. I've never heard your dad, Matt, saying a bad word. He might not agree, but he would walk away rather than say Another thing he had written in his Bible, never allow me to be lifted up. That's amazing. Thinking that I am more spiritual than anybody. It's just a window into a wonderful man. Then he started to write down, he said, God, to become a son of God, Jesus was God. Then Jesus in human form. Jesus in me. So the scripture most highlighted, written, scribed down, stars underlined. You get my point? This was his most highlighted scripture in the Bible. Hear my voice, O oh God. In my prayer, preserve my life from fear of the enemy. Hide me from the secret counsel of the wicked, from the insurrection of the workers of iniquity who wet their tongue like a sword and bent their bows to shoot their arrows, even bitter words, that they may shoot in secret at the perfect. Suddenly do they shoot at him and fear not. But the best part is the last scripture of Psalm 64, verse 10. The righteous shall be glad in the Lord and trust in him and all the upright in heart shall glory. Doesn't matter what shots are shot over the bow. He was glad in the Lord. A true husband, he worked. He was a worker. How many have ever had work done by Henry Waldner? You can stick it up. I mean, it's not a class. It's not class. Like you're not going to get graded, you know. Okay, I did. I had a 
a house. I built a house in 1989, and I had certain people do the drywall and, uh, and the mudding and so forth. Brother Henry walked in and said, pathetic. <laughs> Tell it like it is, Henry. Pathetic. I said, Henry, but in fact, the people that wanted to paint my house didn't even want to paint my house because it was so bad. And I lived with that for 10 years until finally Henry says, I've got to fix the mess. He did. And every morning when I had breakfast, I looked at a perfect angle and I said, God bless Henry Waldner. He was great at what he did. I'm sorry if there's drywallers here, but he was the best as far as I was concerned. Maybe I'm prejudiced because he's my, one of my best friends. A good friend does not need to see each other every day or talk to each other on the phone every month. But when you get into their presence, it's like you've never left them. His brother Mike has been a great, great mentor. And we love you for that, Mike. He loved you, Joe. He was a great brother. I wish I had brothers like you guys. <laughs> he was a true dad, Matt, Joel, wherever you are. He was true. He was a provider of the home, and he worked, 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 and he worked his brains out. He thought the world of you two boys. Prayers are still on. He is a brother to most of us all here. He worked so hard in this church. I don't know an area on the church that he hasn't worked on. His legacy will live on. And it was not a labor to a church. It was not a labor to man. It was a labor to Almighty God. He was indeed a true friend. He was a man of courage, tenacity, faith, loved the scriptures, and loved this glorious message. Henry was not a taker. He was the giver. He was the giver. And especially I put there, my pate. I met Brother Henry through Brother Mike. I've witnessed a Brother Henry before he was saved. I've had dinner at his table when he was a single man, Sister Elizabeth. I've known this man for a long time. We rejoice in his baptism and salvation. He was immovable, unshakable. He was relentless in his faith, and he was true, true. The Bible says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. And he did delight. That spot was Henry's spot. It will always be Henry's spot. Sister Elizabeth, <laughs> we often looked up to see whether the two of you would be there. 
loyal. Born in Manitoba. Came to British Columbia. Went to Alberta. Came back to British Columbia. Can you say the footsteps of the righteous are ordered of the Lord? He could have stayed in any one of those spots. But he had to come here. He loved working on machinery. He loved cars. He loved fishing. I'll never forget when he was witnessing to somebody, he would bring his little white van here to church, jump out of the car, and tell me who he just witnessed to and gave them. And no, you and Brother Henry can go on and on. And he won't stop until you get his point. And that was the joy of his life, to witness and give Christ to some weary pilgrim. So over the years, Sister Elizabeth, you can indeed rejoice because you had a loyal, faithful friend. Best friend. Your best friend. Job says, and I'm closing, he knoweth the way I take. And when he tried me, I came forth as pure gold. Brother Henry went through the greatest trial of his life this last little bit. You all know his family. You've never suffered the way this man suffered. He stayed true. And I can say at the end of the trial, he came forth as pure gold. But I would not have you ignorant, brethren, Concerning them that are asleep, that you sorrow not, even as others, which have no hope, no expectation. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus, God will bring with him. Amen. We have a promise that there's going to be a body change. And we're just going to catch up with Brother Henry, and we are going to live eternity together, rejoicing in the blood of the Lamb around the throne of Jesus Christ. So if a man dies, can I ask you the question within the assembly? When a man dies, does he live again? If you look at botany life, botany life will tell you the whole story. If a seed can die and go in the ground and resurrect and come up as a flower again, surely there's a resurrection waiting for our precious brother Henry, and I plan on meeting him on that day. I trust everybody that is here can ring out a chorus of amen with me. For, I, for we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle be dissolved, we have a building of God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. Another translation says, for we know that if this tent or physical body, which is torn down through death, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. Just as you were born and you came in the world, you didn't even know you were a baby, 
but you grew up and found out that you were indeed a human being. Well, that is in the natural, what is in the spiritual. When he took his last breath and he left this realm, I want to say to you on the authority of the word of God, a born-again son of the living God goes from here to God's presence. There is no doubt in my mind, Brother Henry Waldner was a loyal son of the living God. God bless you for honoring him and coming here this morning or this afternoon now. We'll sing a song. Mike will lead us. After the song, the family has just requested that they would have some private time themselves. So thank you for coming. Thank you for your support. And you have been a part of Henry's life and the memory of this moment. Look around the room. Look what Henry's life affected. And I want to say from the depths of my heart, God bless you all. Thank you for coming. God bless you, family. We love you. Brother Michael. Tom is very correct, but her Henry did indeed touch many places of the church here, just out of just a great love and burden. And I have a little spot in the foyer, actually, and you'll probably all see it as you walked in. There's a, a dent there where we were doing some, some work, and it, a piece of equipment dented the little corner bead. And uh, I've looked at that, and I've looked at that, and I said, my... Maybe I'm just going to leave it there forever because it'll always remind me of Brother Henry because he would have been the one to come and repair that for us. And, and just a little uh, token to remember Brother Henry by his because he was so faithful and looking at those little things. But we're going to sing Blessed Assurance. You can stand with me this, this afternoon. Uh, the first verse that says, Blessed Assurance, Jesus is mine. And I just think about Brother Branham just mentioned that. He had that conversation with the insurance man who says, you know, you need to get some insurance. And uh, he says, well, I, you know, I don't have any insurance. And he was trying to get him to get insurance. And he says, I don't, he goes, you're not, it's not going to get you in the graveyard, is what the insurance man said to Brother Branham. And Brother Branham says, I, I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about getting out of the grave. He says, I got blessed assurance, amen. And I, Brother Henry is, he could shout on the hills of glory. He could say, I'm a policy holder of an insurance plan that works, amen. I, beyond a shadow of a doubt, he's yelling right now. He's just shouting out if I could hear him right now. He's saying, my policy, it worked. I pray this morning, this afternoon, he say, you know what, I got a policy too. We want, it, it's not a policy you want full of holes as some insurance can be. We want blessed assurance, amen. So let's sing this with, with uh, faith in our hearts, saying, Lord, indeed you are mine. And that's the policy that I indeed hold, amen. Let's sing that. We're gonna sing verse, verse one, and then we'll just go to a, course and then we'll sing three and four together. Amen. Oh well blessed assurance oh Jesus is
is at rest, Sister Elizabeth. Amen, Brother Henry had blessed assurance. Why don't we have a word of prayer as we close? Heavenly Father, Lord, Lord, a little hour seems so short. Lord, to spend in honor of a life, Lord, that was lived, Lord, to its fullest capacity for the kingdom of God. Lord, we're just so thankful for Brother Henry, Lord, the life he lived, Lord, how my memories, Lord, flood back so many years and even down to the simplest little moments, Lord, of pinching our little cheeks when we were little, little boys, Lord, and they become such precious memories that we hold, Lord, so fast now when the life is taken from this earth. But Lord, we're so thankful. Lord, all the day long we could sing your praises, Lord. This is my story, Lord. This is Brother Henry's story, Lord. He had blessed assurance. And that's why he lived such a loyal life for the kingdom of God. Because anchored inside of him, Lord, was a faith that was unwavering. And Lord, we're so thankful, Lord, that we could be a part of that life, Lord. A part of his world. Lord, a part of, Lord, his connections and relationships, Lord. We're so thankful that even for a moment of time, this little short bit of time that we're able to spend on this earth with Brother Henry, to God be the glory, great things you have done, Lord, that we've been impacted by his, Lord, his influence on each one of our lives. And so we give you glory today, Lord, for what you did through Brother Henry, the lives that he touched, the many he witnessed to, the souls that were saved. Lord, even now, rejoicing on glory land with some of them, Lord. So, Lord, give the family comfort. Give the family strength, Lord, as we would, Lord, we don't sorrow as others do, but Lord, we're still human. We still, Lord, suffer the loss. We still, Lord, have the grief, Lord, as, as we're parted for a part of time. But Lord, I pray you put in peace. You put in, Lord, just comfort. You put in balm, Lord, into the, the, the loved ones, Lord, that are now missing our brother Henry. But Lord, we don't weep as others may weep, Lord, for we know we have a promise that in a short time we'll see our brother Henry again. So, Lord, in this, this time that we spend here, Lord, may his life, Lord, continue. Even at this moment, maybe something, Lord, impact a heart that would desire them, Lord, to turn their eyes upon Jesus. Because, Lord, his testimony lives on. It doesn't end, Lord, just because he's now with you. His testimony goes forth and will ever be, Lord, a, a, just a glory to your name. So be with the remainder of the day and the family, Lord, that would have, Lord, just some private time of refreshment. We pray you just be the balm in Gilead for them, we pray now. Dismiss each one as we now go our separate ways. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Amen. Thank you for coming. Seen many faces we haven't seen for a little while. It's good to see you. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful part of the remainder of the day. Amen. God bless you.